Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today I have this beautiful lady called Christy Whitman, who's actually someone who is a big inspiration for me. She's an author and she's going to share a little bit more about herself and all of her amazingness is what I like to call it, aka qualifications, field of expertise. Um, Christy has written a book called Quantum Success, which is a book that this is how I first got to know Christy and it literally says it in the name, Quantum Success. It's like for your, I feel like it matches me because it's for your everyday gal who wants to understand how to be successful, meet the art of science and how it makes it work, but then it's explained in such a beautiful way so we can get it. Um, but Christy's actually launched or just released a brand new book that's coming up. It's called The Desire Factor, which we're going to talk more about today. And I think it fits perfectly in with our theme of Babe, You've Got This. So Christy, I'm going to let you take it away. Give us a little introduction. Tell us about yourself and we'll see where this journey goes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. So I am as author of seven books. This is my seventh baby, um, two that have hit the New York Times and one that um, like you were talking about was a quantum success and international bestseller. I have been a coach for 20 years. Um, I have been practicing for myself uh, spiritual principles such as law of attraction, law of sufficiency and abundance for 25 years. And I literally saw my life transform from you know not feeling satisfied, not feeling good, never never really feeling fulfilled, to just living the life of my dreams, and I I deliberately have designed it that way by following my desires. And so this new book, um, I'm also the channel for the council. Um, I'm an energy healer. I talk about energy mastery. So this new book has been uh, downloaded with the council and their powerful leading edge information on how we can literally feel like, you know what, I'm, I'm so empowered in my life. I've got this, this, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, you're speaking to me. I forget that I'm hosting (laughs) this right now. I'm like in awe listening. Um, I love it. Oh, that's so exciting. So well, tell us a bit about the desire factor, your, your new baby. So yeah. So I'm getting feedback. Are you hearing the feedback? No. No. Okay. Well, on your side now, I'm not. So that's good. So yeah, the desire factor, it's really, um, it's about how we get these kind of spiritual breadcrumbs all along our path that excites us and goes, Ooh, right. Like I'd love to do that. I'd love to travel there. I'd love to be that. I'd love to have that. I'd love to experience that. I'd love to live there, you know, whatever the Ooh is. And when we follow those desires, we literally get on our path of following light of, of being in our divine design. You know, we, we become more of who we are meant to be rather than the imprinted conditioned part of us. And so when we follow these desires, desires are literally the creation. Nothing gets created without having a desire. A business does not get started. A podcast does not get started. A family does not get started unless there is a desire to do those things, to have those things, to be those things. And most people, the problem is, is that most people have heard, right, that desires are the root of suffering or that, you know, we shouldn't desire anything. We should just be happy with what we have or, you know, that some desires are okay to have, but other desires are materialistic and so then those are bad. 
And the truth is, is that yes, desires are the root of all suffering. When you have a desire and you feel like you can't have it, when you feel like you don't have it, when you feel like you don't know how to achieve it, when you have a desire and you believe you can't have it, that is the root of all suffering. But to hold a desire and allow yourself to literally flow with that desire, to move with that desire, to, you know, it doesn't mean that the road's always going to be rainbows and lollipops and unicorns, that there's not going to be some kind of contrast or, you know, obstacle that comes. But when you master your own energy and continue to follow the flow of the why, the bigger reason why you're doing what you're doing or why that the desire excited you in the first place, it leads you on a journey that you'd never go on if you weren't following that desire. Yeah. I feel like it's very like even just listening to what you're sharing. And I know so many people listening would be like, this is so true. We have desires all the time. And I feel like it's our self-worth that wherever our level of self-worth is, it allows us, or maybe stops us following those desires. You go into that side of things as I'm sure you do in it. Um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, there's really three obstacles that may, most people have. One of them is ourselves. We're, we are our own um, obstacles to desires because like you said, we either feel like we're not worthy of it or we don't have that level of self-worth or we don't have that, that kind of the, the, the perspective, right? The, the, the feeling of I'm good enough to be able to have that, right? So we talk ourselves out of it. We have doubts, we have worries. We last, we let our past, you know, the things that we tried in the past dictate what we can have in the future. So we stop ourselves before we feel the disappointment again, or, you know, feel the frustration again. So we just go, eh, you know, so we become one of our biggest uh, obstacles to it. Second thing is other people. You know, other people, you could be so excited about something and then you share your desire with someone that you love and care about and that loves and cares about you, but because they're not in the place of receiving the, the desire that you are at, they're in a different place, consciously, energetically, mentally, whatever it may be. And they're like, Ooh, you could get hurt. Oh, that's risky. Right? Oh, well, you're too old to do that. You're too young to do that. You're too, you're too this to do that. And they, they impose their own limitations on us when we're the ones that receive the desire in the first place. So they never don't even know the expansiveness that we were in when we received the desire or what it did to us when we received the desire and started moving in that direction. So other people can talk us out if we let them or impose their own energy, their worry, their fear on us if we let them. And then the third obstacle is the how. There's so many people that try to figure out the how to create a desire or to get to where they want to go. And with the desire factor, the how is completely laid out because part of the process of creating, it's literally step-by-step -step process of creating your desire. It's like a formula. And we get to a place though, that our minds want to know the how, the who, the where, the when. It wants to know all the steps. It wants the strategy from point A to all the way to point Z. And it just doesn't work that way. And so we, we rack ourselves trying to figure out the strategy, the how. And that's the po point where one of the principles, principles in the book is surrendering. Surrendering the how so that you can receive the inspiration to get that inspired action to then take that first step because then the next one, once you take the first step and you do it with the fullness of who you are, it's one of the principles taking action. 
when you do it the fullness of who you are, then the next step will be revealed and then the next and the next. And then you just evolve into someone different, you know, different, new, better, whatever it is. But it's following these seven principles in the exact order. You know, you're a lot younger than I, but when I was a kid, we would have, you know, lockers at school, right? We put our books in lockers and we had these padlocks and we had to put the, the numbers in the same order or the lock wouldn't open, right? And I remember sitting there going, oh my God, why is this lock not opening? And that's how a lot of people feel when they're manifesting their desires because it's like they've got pieces of the puzzle, but the pieces are not put in the right place, right? The puzzle doesn't make sense if you don't put the pieces in the right place. So the desire factor, literally channeled by infinite intelligence, higher beings that know the exact step-by-step -step process, have given us that padlock, the numbers in the sequential order, have given us the pieces of the puzzles and where they go, doing it in the exact how, you know, the exact step-by-step -step process, so that if you just, whatever your desire is, you plug and play, you know, follow, follow the steps, and literally, you find yourself amazed, it, you know, like, you got this right yeah yeah oh you're like you're speaking exactly to me um <laughs> we're like those of us who are control freaks right we crave certainty what about the biggest i think one of the top priority needs we have is that certainty and you even saying there's been so many times in my life where i have had a desire and i have wanted to map out have everything all structured and have so much certainty in it so I wouldn't feel like I could potentially fail. But the one thing that I lacked was that ability to surrender. And it's funny you say that because you know, that word has been popping up a lot for me lately, kind of coming from my mum friends who are like new mums and they're like, I just mm. learned to have to surrender. And I'm like, do I have to wait till I have a kid to no. <laughs> better better to learn it now so uh, it's interesting that you said control freak so i like to think of myself as a recovered control freak because what i understood to be is i was one of those people i had to have every all the ducks in the row and you know and when i had my first child it was like i can't control anymore it, there's just I, you know it is that surrendering but really understanding where the need to control comes from it comes from a fear and where does the fear come from? It comes from a lack, a lack of, you know, understanding, a lack of like really trusting. It's a lack in having faith that someone or something bigger than you's got you. Right. Okay. It's really having, it's really having that faith, you know, it's really having that faith in the divine that's breathing you. If this is a co-creative relationship. You don't have to beat your heart. Have you ever had to beat your heart? I'm not not that I know of. <laughs> Thank goodness. I never had to beat my heart. I don't know that I could try to, if you were telling me, hey, go, go ahead, try to beat your heart. I don't think I could do that. Think about it really. Right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, yeah. can't try to, I can't try to grow my nails. It's growing for me. I could take things that might grow faster, but ultimately it's life energy that's growing my nails, my hair, digesting my food, breathing me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a really good question. Oh, this is what I was going to bring. I actually talked about this in a previous episode and how I love that recovered control freak. Do you know, I'm actually going to claim that because I definitely feel like I'm nothing like I used to be. And I have, okay, I've reminded myself what I was going to say. Unwavering faith has been a big mantra this year. 
for myself and unwavering faith is if you're a control freak you've got to surrender and bring in that unwavering faith to let go of that fear so how would you because I reckon there's a lot I know there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that we are the control freaks because we're looking for the answers we're looking for someone to tell us that it's gonna be okay and how would you help someone or what tips would you share or just what would you do if you needed to help someone channel into unwavering faith because it's easier said than done right Oh, it's an experience. Okay, so here's the first piece of information. We can never get more faith. Understand that. We're either putting faith in what we don't want or faith in what we do want. We're putting faith in that the best is going to happen or the worst is going to happen. But we can't get any more faith. So it's really where we're directing. And our third eye, as the council talks about, our third eye is our faith portal. It's our first power. It's the power that we have. When you talk about, babe, you got this, like it's our power. When we start anything, when we shift every perspective that all is going to be okay, that, hey, the universe has got my back, that everything is always working out for me. I've got this co-creative partner that's breathing me, that wants more for me than I want for myself. When you're literally focusing, putting that compass towards due north, where it's like, it's focused on faith, faith on what I want, faith on what's going to be happening, faith on what my desires are and that all the steps are going to come. When you are doing that, that opens up the other powers that we have as humans. But that is the first and foremost power because we all have free will and choice. And where we put our focus determines what we create our reality. And faith in what we want is the powerful step in that direction of focus. Oh, do you know what? I've never heard that before. I love it. Like we only have this, the one amount of faith. We can't get more, can't get less. I mean, literally envisioning, we have this faith bucket and it's mm -hmm. at 100%. But then if we have the doubt bucket here and the doubt bucket's like, feed me, give me, if we tip some of that, <laughs> I'm getting these like um, visual analogies created in my head. I love it. So the idea is to not share your faith bucket to the doubt, to the uncertainty, to the, the thing that you don't want to happen or that isn't in alignment with what you desire. Get all the faith you have and keep it channeled in. I'm doing these hand motions now, guys. Like you guys can't see, but I'm like <laughs> <laughs> cylinder shaped with my hands. Oh, Oh, I love this. 100% yeah. true. It's so 100%. And what happens when you, when you are, everything is energy, right? And so when we are energy receivers, we're energy containers, and then we're energy transmitters. So when we are filled up with faith, when we're holding faith, and then we're focused on faith in that direction, right, of what we want, the momentum of energy moves in that direction. It's kind of like, you know, we are the projector right? If you go to a movie theater back in the day, right? We, we go sit and watch a movie. Something was being projected onto a movie screen. Well, the light that goes through the projector is always remains the same. It's the same light that flows through you and me. It's life force. It's our divine co-creative partner. The light is the light and we are the projector. Well, what we put in the movie is going to get projected onto our screen. We don't like the movie, change the movie, because the, you can't change a projector. We're projectors. We're going to project. That's what we do. We create. 
our inner world creates our outer world. So if you don't like the outer movie that you're watching, change the slides in the, or the movie inside because the light's going to continue to flow. We're the projector. And so what projects is really up to us and it's free will and choice. So if we're in faith, we're flowing energy. We're creating that flow of energy towards what we want and the pictures that we do want to see. We're mentally putting those pictures in our minds of what to expect joyfully and loving what we see, the vibration of having it and you know all the different steps that go into literally manifesting your desires. Oh my gosh. You know what that is? Uh, the thing is, right, this isn't new information. This stuff, this is, it's just the truth. But the way that you explained it, that was such a beautiful example or analogy with that. I love that. And it's, it, we can just remind ourselves, like, well, look, this day and age, it's not a projector. It's, a, it's still the same live. It's, we can literally click a button. We can literally say, hey, Siri, probably shouldn't do that because my voice next to me is using All, all of it. Everybody's is going to start going off. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally do that and make the choice. And, and I talk about this all the time. Like at the end of the day, like we can either be a victim or we can take accountability of what's going on, going on in our life. And I feel like there's a lot of people who take the victim side and blame their projections on what's going on. If we're talking about the, what they're projecting out on everything else but themselves. And there's the people yeah. who need to be accountable. Like I'm going to change the movie. This movie, is it worth paying? Twenty-five, thirty dollars a ticket. Let's change the movie. I want a refund. Yes, exactly. No, you know what? You said a really good point too. This is universal spiritual laws. I, I didn't say this. Like I, I say it in my own unique way. They're they're universal principles that changed my life to learn twenty-five years ago. But they've been around. That's what Christ talked about. Yeah. Right. It, it, I mean, th these are universal things that Jesus, like Jesus Christ himself, when he walked out, walked the earth, it's like the, this is what he was talking about. These spiritual principles that we are energy and that can think about that, right. We go, it's full circle, the faith of a mustard seed, right. You're focusing your faith, but even if you just have a little bit of faith, you faith, faith of a mustard seed can move mountains Yeah, because faith is so powerful right? Oh, this is perfect. This is, you know, this is exactly what I needed to hear right now in my life. So hopefully the listeners are like, yes, this is coming at the right time. But it's so true. Like the universe, it, we're governed by laws. You cannot F with the law. I normally do have a bit of a potty mouth, but I know you guys over in North America aren't as potty mouth as us down under. <laughs> so I'm, I'm all good with it. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't fuck with the universal laws. It literally creates equilibrium. It is the balance. You mess with it. It's you're messing with a quantum, quantum level stuff yes. on the foundation. So, but the thing, that's the thing. I feel like, well, we're totally going down a rabbit hole now. You know, we grow up and we're conditioned, and there's people out there who hear this stuff and they think it's so woo woo. But then you hear, see the people that are waking up. We're in the age of Aquarius now. We're waking up, we're becoming more intelligent and more connected and understanding of how we're being governed, not by the people, but by the universe, by God, greater spirit, whatever we call it. Oh, I love it. I wish for everyone in the world to, to understand this stuff. I wouldn't even know how. If, 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 if everybody... 
if everybody took responsibility and accountability, like you were saying, for their own life, their own creations, half the stuff that's going on in the world would not be happening right now. Most of the stuff in the world. Because if everybody understood that we are all, you know, we're all connected to our own personal treasure chest. You can't take from mine. I can't take from yours. It doesn't run out. You know, nobody can steal it. It's like, I can't do anything wrong that it's taken away from me. It's literally this treasure chest of energy and energy creates everything. And that energy, I can literally tune and go, I'd like to feel the energy of joy today and be filled up with the joy. I'd like to feel success and be filled up with success. You know, we get to choose which energy frequency we want to bring in. And we want to hold inside of our body and we want to trans, we can, we literally talk about control. That's what we control. We control our consciousness. We control the energy that we say, that we think, that we perceive, that we feel and the actions that we take. It's like, it's like the universe just gives us that beautiful slap on the face, but they're wearing a soft glove because you know, they don't, (laughs) but it's kind of like, wake up. It's our well, you know what it, you yeah. know what it is. It it really is because it's not an assertion based universe. It's all attracted, yeah. and so contrast is always going to happen because we live in a three D world, right? There's always just variety of so many different things. But what how we actually attract the things that we don't want is because somewhere along our our conditioned trail, right? We felt something, and well, we experienced something, didn't necessarily feel it. A lot of times we close down. And those are the energy blocks. From those energy blocks, energy just can't settle down. It literally spirals and, and, it, and it literally, it's almost like the visual of a caged lion at the zoo that's just like, you know, spinning around its cage, running around its cage. And that vortex gets louder as a signal that gets sent out to the universe and law of attraction matches the loudest signal. And so these energy blocks are what are literally attracting these things to us. And we look at it and go, God, why am I struggling financially? Well, because you got an imprint of an energy that says, you know, struggle, right? Yeah. Or lack or, you know, whatever, whatever that is. It, it, just decision points in our lives. We could have been trying to get daddy's attention and daddy was busy doing something, maybe doing the bills or, you know paying attention to mommy because whatever. And, and now we go, Oh, daddy doesn't love me or, you know, and what we say about dad, it goes into dad, males, God, what we say about mom, mom didn't care about me, friends, you know, it's like we, we create these meanings and these blocks in ourselves. So whatever we're getting to us, it's not that it's being asserted like, ha you're, you know, you're not liked, you're being punished. So I'm going to give you this. No, we're attracting it. And if we could go, okay, interesting. What would I have to believe in order to attract that? Now we're in the power position to go, cause I don't want to keep attracting that. So what do I need to shift within myself? What am I saying, thinking, feeling, you know, believing what are the things that I am doing inside of my own consciousness that is attracting that with the block in me so I can release that block and create something new yeah so what would be now we know what would be your best advice going forward if i asked you okay well how do i do that what would you get me to do i would get you to buy the desire factor because it gives you all the steps to do that i mean it literally talks about energy mastery and that's what we're talking about right now is that when when you're going along and all of a sudden you feel doubt kind of pull you down 
it's important to pay attention to the doubt. It's showing up for a reason. And what most people don't understand is that when you go into your belly, when you literally just process the emotions of the doubt, when you are aware of it, you accept it, and then you take action, meaning bringing in a different kind of energy, you're literally shifting the energy. You're not just letting the doubt stay there. You're not avoiding the doubt. You're not suppressing the doubt. You're literally feeling it. You're questioning yourself. Why am I feeling? Where is that thought? What, what thought am I thinking that's creating that doubt? Where is my faith being placed? Ah, my faith is in what's not happening versus what I do want to happen. So let, let, me, let me say a word. Let me say a phrase. You know what? Things are always working out for me. Things are always working out for me. And, and universe has got my back. Oh, I feel so much better, right? So now you're bringing in a different energy. What most people don't understand though is they think it's all about the mindset. We've got a lot of mindset coaches. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not the big picture because the mind creates a, a very interconnected with the emotions. And you've got a lot of people talking about emotional intelligence. Perfect, awesome. It's not one or the other. It's all of it. We're both. We're, we're all of that. And so to understand that the thoughts create the emotions and the emotions activate the thoughts. So you have to isolate the emotions and release the energy underneath it because when you do, it's easier to change a thought. It's like if you were gardening, right? You wouldn't just go up to the garden, see a weed and go, oh, let me just cut it with some scissors. I mean, the weed's going to continue to grow. You're going to go into the soil, pull out the weed. And that's what we're talking about here. And affirmation is great, right? It, it creates a different focus from my life sucks to my life is wonderful, right? It's a different thought. But if you're still fearful or worried in your emotions, that's just cutting off that weed at the top, at the top and not pulling it out from the root. Yeah. Which... And so many of us do it. We all do it. We all like yeah. to trim the weed garden. We don't want to get our hands dirty and pull the roots out. I love, I love that we're on the analogy train today. I think <laughs> we'll call it the analogy train. I have a question for you. Yeah. I work as a mindset coach. But from all the stuff that I learned, I'm all about like the quantum level, the understanding, um, finding the, helping my clients find the duality in their circumstances to help them pretty much balance out the emotion, find the love in the situation, learn from it, change the thought processes. So what would, what would you call someone who does that then? Because now I'm thinking, do I call myself a mindset coach? Because, My, you know, here's the thing. Mindset coach has been a term where a lot of people take, take like life coaching and feel acceptance of it. Oh, you're a mindset coach. Oh, cool. I need that help, Right. So it's becoming very accepting to people that are wanting to hire someone to help them with their mind, right? They know their mind's like not on, it's not right. So it's like, oh, I like, a, I want to hire a mindset coach. So that for that, it's great. What you're doing is beyond what typical mindset coaches are doing. Cause you're, cause you're in the quantum field. You're talking, you're even talking about the energy of love, you know, you're going deeper. That's what I'm saying is that it's not just about visualizing, changing the pictures in the mind, doing affirmations, all of that stuff, because it's only a part of the equation. Yeah, which I think is a really good lesson for people, especially new, like when listeners come in, they're new to this stuff, then they're knowing something's got to shift within me 
I've got to start listening or hanging around the people who seem to have their shit together, right, that they're going to learn from. And it's good for them to know that, that don't just go for the delusion or even the, the coaching or, and again, not to put anyone else down, but the whole plus, 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 affirmation only, I'll be your motivator, but not actually get you anywhere. And, that, and this yeah. is why I love the stuff that you write. I made that sound very professional then. <laughs> I love the stuff that you write. Very Aussie of me. Um, it, it's all this stuff. It, it's, it is the best place to start. Like I always recommend when I have my clients and my team, like what books are you reading? I literally say Quantum Success is up there. Um, oh, thank you. I'll definitely be reading The Desire Factor. Well, probably listening to it. I'm an audio gal. And yeah, it's your voice. It is, it is. It's my voice. Yeah. You have a very good audio, a voice for audio. Oh, thank you. There's nothing worse than tuning in to like robot, like this is probably super sexist, but I've only found it with male <laughs> audio books that I've listened to and it's been very robotic and very boring. I'm like, I just can't, I can't tune in. Like the content's great, but you, well, the way you- I, I get it. I get, I used to, I used to get Abraham Hicks's books on audio and it's, it's, I'm used to, you know, who Esther Hicks is, yeah. she channels, you know, Abraham. So all of her books and like, when you watch videos and go to seminars and all that kind of stuff, it's Esther's voice, you know, Abraham talking through Esther, but in all of the audio books, it is Jerry, her husband. So it's always like him saying Abraham's stuff and it always tweaked me. So I, I get it. It was like, I can't listen to this. <laughs> Who's the big leap? Is that, I oh, know that's someone else then. Okay. Yeah. Great book. Audio is not, it's better to read, better to read. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with book names. I'm good with authors. Put them together. <laughs> songs, right? I know songs. Someone's like, do you, do you know this band or this artist? I'm like, what? And then you play their song. I'm like, oh my God, I love this. Know every word. And vice versa. There's my husband actually like, is probably embarrassed by me, especially with songs from like the 70s, 80s, which good, good music, great music, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s. And I'll say something and he'll just be like, I'm ignoring I'm at a loss. You know, <laughs> people right now, shame on you. <laughs> but anyway, um, well, is there anything you'd love to share to wrap this up? Um, Whatever, whatever comes to mind, I'd love for you just to share whatever comes up that you feel, um, our listeners, especially under the babe, you've got this mantra theme that you feel our listeners would love to hear right now. Yeah, you know, the first place to start so that you really do feel like you've got this, right? Because these are very esoteric things that we're talking about. We're talking universal laws and practicality. The very first thing to understand with energy mastery is you have to watch what you say. You have to watch your language. You have to watch your words. And so I created a 30-day free program. It's called Watch Your Words. You can go to watchyourwords.com. Um, and it's literally videos every single day that are two to four minutes in length. And it tells you the word or phrase that is rooted in lack and limitation that most people say, don't even realize that they're saying it, that is causing them to get off in their vibration. So we talk about what is the word or phrase that you want to eliminate, why, and then what to say instead. And it's very powerful to just make that part of your awareness, because if you're saying things that are bringing doubt into your energy field, you're going to continue to feel that momentum of doubt or worry or frustration. And 
lack always feels bad. You know, abundance always feels good. And so when we can learn how to shift out of lack and be more aware of when am I speaking in lack, now we become more aware of when am I thinking in lack, when am I feeling in lack, when, am I, when is my perspective in lack, now you can do something to change it. And now you're, you're, you're actually feeling good when you do. So you can go to watchyourwords.com. That's a free gift for everybody. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely put that in the show notes. Um, we'll have all of you to guys in the show notes. It's going to be all of the links to access all of Christy. Grab the book. Watch your way. All of it. We're going to put it all there. So you can awesome. um, you know, flood your brain with the wise words of Christy. I, I love awesome. And when you get the book, when you go to the desirefactor.com, there's like $900 worth of bonuses that you will get along with it that help you literally start implementing the book right away. Ooh, go straight to the world. I love that because there's so many ways you can buy books online anyway. But go to the desirefactor.com. It'll be in the show notes. $900, like what? You said $900 worth of free stuff? You know. For a, for a $15 book, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much um we truly appreciate having you on here um i'm so glad that we could give you the time and the space on the call or the recording and the, the podcast whatever you want to call it um and yeah i'm excited i'm excited to read the book that's for sure thank you or listen to it in your case look <laughs> you know i am my goal is to read more because in an audio if i'm walking or at the gym People look at me when I stop and then like get my notes out and like put notes in my phone. So at least with a book, I highlight, I can go back to it. So there's perks to both. There's perks to both. So I'll be reading you and listening listening to you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Peace out, guys.